All right, every morning, y'all, for those who are joining, y'all know what happened in the morning time. People are still calling in. People are still blinging in on both lines. So uh, tell somebody, if you're on Facebook Live, tell them to go ahead and share. If you're on the video, uh, if you're on the audio recording, you go ahead and text folks, tell them to get on in there, tell them the telephone number is 605-472-5349. That's 605-472-5349. And the access code is 454-760-POUND. Say it again. 454-760-POUND. Okay, tell them to go ahead and join in from 6 o'clock to 630. So we're going to get right into the word today because i got people going, yeah, thank you very much for those thumbs up. Thank you for the heart. We appreciate that as well. Uh, we thank you all for just joining us. And every morning we start with a prayer. For those who are hearing us, uh, seeing us live, we start with a prayer. Ramona opens up in prayer every morning. So we want to start with the prayer this morning. We'll go directly into uh, this teaching session. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. I thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the gratitude, the obedience, the wisdom, as well as the strength and the courage, Lord, to grab this harvest that's here, Lord, because it's here. Woo! The harvest is here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in your precious, mighty name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. It's going to be a wonderful day, y'all. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Y'all know usually uh, we, we, we bring this message right from the bed, but you know we had to get out of bed, right? You know we had to get out of bed. Mr. Woods, you're going to be in your pajamas? I said, I'm going to be in my, uh, my T-shirt, girl. <laughs> no, no, you don't know when I'm going to come in in the morning. So I may have a robe on one day. I don't know. We got a big house here, so I may film all over the house. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I don't know where I'm going to be. But that's okay. I'll be, I'll be somewhere and I'll be live on Tuesday. But you'll get a chance to hear us every day, Monday through Friday. For those who join us, you know that we are bringing this message. This is our year of acceleration. A year of acceleration. I mean, we are going to, we, we are, we are going to run into the blessings of God this year. But they're going to come so fast, y'all. It's going to be like, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to be like one of those things where you say, well, I hope I get it in, uh, in, in December, but boom, a blessing comes to you in July. I hope, I wish, I hope, I pray that it comes, when I, you know, at least on my birthday in September. No, 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 no. Boom, it happens in February. I mean, see, the year of acceleration is then that God has some great things for us, but we have to prepare ourselves. For those who don't know how this thing started, you know, back Not only do we have to prepare ourselves, we have to walk from the very beginning of this year with expectation. What, walk with what? Expectations. You've got to expect it. Yes, we have to have expectations of ourselves as well as of God. We mm-hmm. must walk in expectation, believing, trusting, and accepting the blessings. See, 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 this all started out, y'all. I tell everybody all the time. This started out as a joke. I'm, I'm being honest with y'all. I told everybody, we were sitting around the table in, uh, in the office in December of 2017, y'all. In 2017, I was just joking with a few people. I said, well, I'm going to read the Bible out loud for uh, the first 30 days of the new year. That's what I said. That's what I said. I was just joking, you know, because I have never read the Bible out loud to a lot of people. I've never done it before. So I just said I'm going to start this thing off by just joking with y'all. And I, I, I had about 12 people around the room, and somebody said, Miss Wood, I join you. And I said, Miss Wood, I join you. And, uh, and I said, okay, y'all going to join me. I'm going to do this. So January the 2nd, y'all, 2018, I just I got, got to my daughter to set up a little call-in line. And uh, I, I woke up that morning and said, I did say I'm going to read the Bible the first, the first day of New Year's. And she said, yes, you did. You did promise. Now you got, you got to keep your word. And I said, well, okay, I'm going to call in and see if anybody's going to be on here because if nobody's going to be on, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to change my mind. 
Lo and behold, I called on him. Four people were on the line. I said, good golly, Miss Molly, what y'all doing up? <laughs> I was shocked that people was on the line. But what happened at that day was it began to start the process. And so we read the first, the first uh, 30 days of, the, of July, and everybody was asking, Mr. Woods, what's going to happen February 1st? I said, I don't know what's going to happen first. I just, promised, I just promised January 30 days, you know. And lo and behold, it just got bigger and bigger because we started with four people on the line, four. And I'm talking about four went to 40. Four went to 400. I mean, now, I mean, we have over 44,000 people who call in who saying, hey, yeah, I, I like this mess. I like this, 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 this education I'm getting about how to become more successful in this thing called life based on the word. So it's an exciting, y'all. So I'm telling y'all, thank y'all for joining us because this Mike and Mona motivation in the morning, y'all, it is just really taking off uh, in a mighty way. So I, I, said, I, told, I told God I was just joking. He said, okay, you just joking? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. So here we are with the word. We're with the word this morning, bringing the word to you in, a, in, in an unusual way, but a way that you can comprehend and apply on a daily basis. Our theme for this year is the year of acceleration. The year of acceleration, that's what it is. So we're talking about now how to move forward in your year. We're basing this on Jeremiah 29 and 11. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans he has for me. I know the plan, declares the Lord, plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future. Now, we've taught everybody how to read that, right? we taught you how to read that. Wherever you see the word you, you're going to place your name. Who's saying? So we're going to say what? For I know the plans I have for what? Michael. I know, and for who? You've got to take ownership of that because God has a plan for you. But now once you see that you know for sure that God has a plan for you, the question is, what are you planning for? What are you asking God for? Because if you're not asking him for anything, guess what? The plan is no good. What good is the plan for a house if you don't plan on building one? I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to prepare ourselves. So we're looking at this word based on Jeremiah 29 11. And because this is a year of acceleration, we've been in the book of 1 Samuel. And in the book of 1 Samuel, in the book of, in the book of 1 Samuel, we're talking about David. And, we, we, you know, we, 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 our theme for the month of January, for this month of January, is running towards Goliath. Did y'all hear me? Running to I get excited, y'all. So y'all, gotta, y'all don't see me in my bed because, you know, y'all don't see me. But I get excited in the morning. And the theme is running towards Goliath. And we've been talking about these shoes. I'll, 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 I'll catch everybody up who's on Facebook Live. But it's S-H-O-E-S, shoes. The S stands for source. The H stands for the Holy Spirit. And that's seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit, the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. The one is wisdom, understanding. The third one is what? The third one is what? Huh? Huh? I can't hear you. I want to see it. I want to see it online. Give it to me. Yep, I'm waiting on you because I'm not going to make sure. There you go. There we go. The third one is what? We have wisdom. We have understanding. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Huh? Counsel. There you go. Number four is what? What's number four? Yep. Four, 42, that's right. Number five is what? Huh? Knowledge. Number six is what? Piety. And number seven is what? Fear of the Lord. That's right. Y'all get a chance to talk back to me now. I know whether you're studying or not, or you're ready. So that is the H. We bring the H in because the H are the strings of the shoes. They're the strings. They tie everything together. 
So we got to make sure we're understanding how important these shoes are, right? Then we have the uh, O. The O is opulent, which means great wealth. The O means opulent or great wealth. We're going to talk about that wealth thing because we believe that God wants to be wealthy. We believe that God wants to. We believe that God wants you to be wealthy. Say it. I want to be wealthy. Say it. I want to do it. Say it. Y'all getting me excited already, honey. I'm not going to be. Oh, it's going to be good. And the O says for opulent. The E is, is, is exercise your faith. That's right. Write that down. Exercise your faith. If you don't begin to exercise your faith, faith without works is what? Dead as a donor. So you got to begin to work and you got to exercise your faith. That's why you see my wife, you know, she exercises every morning. I don't, you know, every now and then, you know, a brother will get up and run a little bit. But I'm going to run this year. I'm going to get excited this year and run a little bit more. But you got to exercise that thing. It's like a muscle. If you don't exercise that faith muscle, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you got to exercise your faith. The, the, S, the S is what? Seek. Seek. Seek who? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. So you've got to go into seek mode. You've got to go into the mode where you say, I am seeking more from God. Seeking means I am out there pushing. I am working the word. Because if you work the word, the word will work. Let me say it again. If you work the word, the word will work. You've got to begin to think, you think about this thing. Our objective is to prepare you to run into 2019. But you, we talk about those shoes and how important it is. See, and on the side of the shoe, you have a word called gratitude. That's the G. You know when you got a Nike shoe, with a Nike shoe, you got a little rooster on the side. Well, and, and, and the shoes that we're talking about, which are from the word of God, our shoes have a G. Oh, yes, it stands for G-O-D. It stands for God, y'all, but it also stands for gratitude. You got to run with gratitude. The worst thing you can have is somebody that is ungrateful. That's not a good thing because you have a gratitude of attitude. And gratitude is reciprocal. It's a give and take. It's not a one-sided thing. You give and you receive. You give and you receive. Once you begin to understand why these shoes are so important, you're going to run towards your Goliath. But don't run without the shoes on. That is the worst thing you can do is to, not, is to run towards Goliath without your shoes on because you're going to get hurt. You're going to get knocked out the box. Now, I say, Mr. Woods, what you talking about Goliath? Yeah, well, here we go. Goliath represents fear. That, yes, it does. Goliath represents fear. When you are afraid, that means you have a Goliath in front of you. Anytime something comes up and gets scared, woo! I mean, look at First Samuel. Look at, look, at the, look at the Israelite man. Look at Saul's army. Every time Goliath came out, every time he came out, what did they do? They were dismayed and terrified. They were dismayed and terrified. Every time they came out, they would say, oh, why are you doing that to me? But you see, if you look at what we're doing here, you check this out. What, what we've been recognizing in this word is every time Goliath came out, there was somebody in front of him. Who was it? Who was it? His shield bearer. That's right. Goliath had on all his armor now. Think about it. Goliath had on a helmet. I'm talking about a brass helmet. I mean, he had on his whole coat of armor. He had his whole, I mean, he had his front gear on, his back gear on. He had a sword, and all this stuff was like 5,000 shekels, and I mean 600 shekels. I mean, he had a sword. The, the thing he put his sword in was custom made. His sword alone weighed 15 pounds, y'all. The average sword didn't weigh like 1.25, you know, a pound and a half. So you can tell, okay, here goes go, um, uh, 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 Saul's army. They're waving their little uh, sword. Woo, I'm Goliath, Goliath swing this thing up, whoosh. And he said, okay, you come on, come on. Because they know that Goliath's going to cut him in half in one swoop. Why? He got a 15-pound sword? You know that thing's sharp. 
So what he's saying is, okay, listen, listen. Every morning I come, I'm a similar armor bearer. But there were some things we learned about Goliath. We believe Goliath was a scaredy cat. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. Because why would you send a little bitty shield bearer out if you're a grown man? He wasn't just a grown. He was a giant, y'all. He was a giant. Why won't there a little bitty boy in front of me? Hey, little boy, go tell everybody I'm coming. No, 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 no. I'm going out there myself because I'm a giant. I'm saying, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Uh, listen, but what did he do? He was sitting. Same thing. He would tell the people, yes, send your, don't you divide, don't you try to go against the Pharisees because we're going to knock you out the box. Just send one of your little men over here and I cut him up. And then and it's all men. They got what? Terrified and dismayed. Terrified and what? Dismayed. They would say, oh, look at him. Why he keep doing that to us? But guess who heard? David. Here comes David, the little shepherd boy, the one who just played a harp and run back and forth to Saul. That's all he is, a little shepherd boy who tend the sheep and played a harp and he running back and forth to Saul. His resume looks nothing like, nothing like Goliath's resume. You, did you see Goliath's resume? Did you see his resume? Goliath was from Gath, y'all, okay? That was a place of champions. Where was David from? We don't even know where that little valley was he was from. We don't even know where, I mean, he we knew where his daddy was from. But we know what little, we know, what are you getting to keep at? We don't even know that. I mean, just think about Goliath's resume. He was a champion. He was big. He was tall. He had, I mean, he, was, he came from fighters. But Goliath, David, a little short resume. He was, you know, Jesse's son. He, uh, you know, tended sheep, and, you know, he uh, went back and forth to serve. I mean, that's all he did. He didn't do much. He just, you know, he didn't do much. He played the heart. I mean, come on. Come on now. How's am I going to play a little heart, pin some sheets, and run back and forth as a runner? How are they going to be big old Goliath? But see, what David, what David knew, what do you know? What David knew was that being wealthy and successful is a decision. It's a decision. It's a decision. How does that he, when he heard, when he heard that he would be wealthy, look if, at it. You see, if, because, Success and wealth is not predestined. We are designed to be wealthy. We are designed created to be in its own image. Right. However, it's not predestined because the love of God is unconditional. However, wealth and success is conditional. So, yeah, so that means when David heard that, think about it now. First Samuel 17, go to it. You can read it for yourself because I'm going to take you on, on this journey. All right? David heard something that got him excited. Yeah. He, he, see, his brothers, they were like, David, why are you down here? Come on now. Come on, what you doing out here, boy? Get on back there and them sheep. Who, who's watching sheep for my daddy? They, was, they were mad with David, right? David heard something. He said, why this man keep coming out here making y'all all fearful like this? What's going on? And then he said, well, well you know, one, 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 one of Saul's uh, army men said, uh, hey, uh, the one who killed Goliath, uh, will be wealthy. Yeah. Uh, David said, hold on a minute. David said, huh? Yeah, you know, huh? That's what he said. You know, huh? Now, now, everybody else was saying, David, David didn't hear nothing else. David didn't hear nothing about them 10 cheeses. His daddy told him to take the salt. They didn't hear nothing about the bread. He told him to take to his brother. David said, huh? He just stopped. Huh? Right. Said, but the thing, though, if you look in the Bible, right, mm-hmm. when David said, huh? Uh-huh. Right? 
the bro- his brother said, come on, what, 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 boy, you better get out of here. Come on, you just trying to be conceited. Come on now. Correct. Why are you trying because, to do this? Because how dare his brother think that he could be more successful than he was? Ooh, wait, is that, is, that, is that people or what? That is people. Most of you, if you have made a decision to be first-generational wealth, most of your family members are going to be upset with you over that. Hold on. And don't think that it is, it's personal, that it, that's just your family. You can see that even David's brother and was upset over that. That's right. And it's you, part of the process. It's part of going to the level of wealth. Y'all, for that old opulence that we're talking about and wearing these shoes, if you want to be wealthy, you got to already know it's in the formula. Yes. Everybody ain't going to be happy for you. No. It's just not going to happen. So, 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 so David heard this thing. He said, he said, I can become wealthy? That was the first thing that got his ear. I mean, he, that, that, that just opened his ears right on up. He was just, he was just in awe of, okay, if I kill Goliath, then I am automatically going to be, what, ain't I been no taxes? Are you you're saying, what now? Come on now. I'm telling you, it's, it's you know, most common causes, y'all know how it is. We ain't going to talk about that this morning, but you know how it is about taxes, okay? We don't want to pay them. Nobody want to pay taxes. So but David understood that. He said, not only would I be wealthy, now my family, my daddy, Jesse, my daddy going to have some money? Oh, listen, y'all little unruly brothers, y'all going to have some money too. What y'all talking about here? Let me do my thing. But see, David's resume did not match up. But his brothers didn't look at it the way, that way. His brothers didn't think in terms of, boy, if my brother gets it, I'm going to have it too. No, because it is who wants to be the oldest or a, a, a family member that the rest of their family, the, the, the one family member demonstrates what the other family is unwilling to do. Correct, because it, it's a decision. Yes. It's a, you got to make a decision this year. Well, okay, what are you running towards? Are you running towards your Goliath? Are you running towards? Because what David is about to do, y'all, what David is about to do now, every day y'all come on, y'all, I'm going to be on here so long, I'm going to be on here 30 minutes. But every day that Goliath came out, he scared the armies of Saul even more. But David didn't hear that. David wasn't that, that the day before. He wasn't there. So this is David's first time hearing that. David is saying, hold on. I got to do what? I got to kill who? Okay, I don't even know what he looked like. But you can see it from a distance, y'all. You can see Goliath because you can, you know, when you that big, Goliath just shouted out to him, I'm going to kill all y'all. Just send one little man out here. You got to listen to the signs. Listen to the signs. So here we go. Now, David has heard this. But let's look at David's resume, all right? Goliath is the champion. He's from Gath, y'all. He's from a place that everybody, you just mentioned the word Gath. I mean, I'm from a little bit of town called Aiden. Now, you mentioned, you mentioned Florida, you mentioned Miami. Everybody know my wife from Miami. I mean, you know, they know, they say Miami. Oh, for you from Miami. They get excited about Miami. I mean, everybody know about what Miami. But when you say Aiden, uh-huh, let me Google that. A-Watch, let me Google that because I don't, you ain't got to Google Miami. You know where Miami is. So it's like David said, okay, uh, 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 I'm, from, I'm from Jesse's hometown. <laughs> I'm the son of Jesse, all right? But when you say, I'm from Miami. People recognize that even more because they're like, I'm from New York. I'm from New York. When you live from New York, you know, you like, you know, your eyes like up. But when you say a little bit of town called Aiden, Aiden, where's that? You know what I'm saying? People are Googling it right now. Where's Aiden? Where's that? Well, you guys name get some, some location. Aiden is near Greenville. You know where Greenville? Where's Greenville at? Greenville is near Raleigh. Raleigh is the capital of North Carolina. You do know where North Carolina is, don't you? <laughs> 
Well, I'm in the state of North Carolina. I got to blow it. That's how people in the country down. I got to say, the closest south. I'm from North Carolina, but you don't want to tell where you're from because they would not know the little town you're from. That's how David felt. But, 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 but Goliath feels some gas. And his resume was so long. He was okay, his father. You know, if he was a giant, his daddy was a giant. Come on now. How you gonna have two million babies and you ain't you gotta use produce a giant? Cause it just doesn't happen. So you know his his daddy was a giant. His mama was a giant. David, he was just a shepherd boy. That was Jesse's son. It, by the way, my mama's name was Jesse Ruth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I can relate to David a little bit more because my mama's name was Jesse Ruth. I came from Jesse Ruth, and oh, this is gonna be good. But think about that. His resume. So David has to explain his resume to all his brothers and everybody around him. David, you ain't never done nothing. Come on now, David. What have you done? David what? said, okay, I beg to differ with you. Because what? You, said, you just said David had to explain his resume. And if you read the book, mm-hmm. read the Bible, that's what I love about David. Mm-hmm. He never explained himself. And he never explained his resume. But but he didn't he didn't explain it. But he tried to he tried to bring a little things he did. Come on now. He he brought the little things he did. He said he killed a bear. Yes, he did. That. He said he killed a little lion. Yes. I mean, so that's all the resume he had because that's the only experience that he had. So he didn't have to try to explain it because it wasn't that long. But he did tell folks, like, hey, I killed a bear. A bear tried to attack my daddy's sheep. And I went ahead and I killed a bear and I killed a lion. Look, I, ain't, I I'm not a giant, but I did kill a bear and a lion. Man, he did have two things. But hold on. This is what really got me is, what, who did Goliath kill? Right, and never showed any of them. Oh, how many people did Goliath see? So David did, he did explain his little resume to the people. He said, I got some qualifications. Here's my qualifications right here. And I, I, I've been in the valley. People said, well, who are you in the valley with? I'm, I'm in the valley of the Lord. <laughs> he said, he said, you know, when I, when I was in the valley, I got a chance to talk to God. And I got a chance to build a relationship with him. I got a chance to say to him, you know, Lord, uh, what do I need to do? So when he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, see, 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 he already been in the valley. David wasn't even scared. Go to Psalm 23, y'all. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Go to Psalm 23. You will see why. You will see why David wasn't afraid of Goliath. All he needed was, what do I get? David said, well, what do I get? That's what he said. What I, I become wealthy. Woo-wee. He hadn't even heard of the other benefits. He only he didn't get a he didn't get a chance to hear about he didn't get a chance to marry uh, Saul's uh, daughter. He didn't get he didn't get a chance to hear that. He was just so excited about the fact that he was going to become wealthy. Yes, because the reason it's so good that he spent so much time in the valley with God, and this is why when you're going through, no matter what it is, when you're going through financially, when you're going through uh, 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 personally, when you're going through in your health, when you're going through with your husband, when you're going through with your wife. What are you going through in the valley? Mm-hmm. It's important that you go through it just walking with God because faith is proven in the valley and it prepares you and qualifies you for the mountain. Ooh-wee. What you do in the valley, you're going to need on the mountain. Yes. What you do in the valley, you're going to need on the hillside. Whatever you do in the valley, you're preparing yourself. See, David was out there. That's why I love Psalm 23. That was my mama's favorite scripture, y'all. I mean, every day I go in the house, as a child, I remember walking past the table, you know, right beside the couch, you know, with the plastic on it, which you can't sit on because you're sick on them. Sometimes you get stuck, you know. Uh, that's what I remember. But I remember that Bible being open. That Bible was open right there, the 23rd song. I walked by, oh, 23rd song, you know. I didn't really understand. But when I now, as an adult, I am finally understanding what my mama was reading. 
every single day. She would wake up with the 23rd Psalm open to that. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. She would, I, I, I didn't get it, y'all. I'm telling you, I didn't get it. I, I did not understand what she was saying. Today as an adult, I'm understanding what David was going through. The Lord was his shepherd. He depended on the Lord in order to bring him through his situation. And see, so often we try to face our Goliath without the Lord. Y'all didn't hear me. You try to run towards Goliath without your word on. You try to run to Goliath with your world on, your W-O-R-L-D. That ain't going to beat Goliath. Because Goliath was in the world. You had to beat Goliath with the word. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. Yes, somehow he's leading me down the path of life. Oh, yes, what he did is he prepared himself. He prepared himself. He said, okay, if I'm going to beat Goliath, I need the W-O-R-D. I don't need no, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I know y'all said put all this stuff on. They tried to give him, Saul tried to give him, we had not got Saul tried to give him everything he had to fight against Goliath. He said, if you're going to do this, here, you need to take this up because you know Goliath's big, right? You know he can gasp, right? You know he's a champion, right? You know he got a brass helmet on, right? You know he got a coat of armor on. You know he got all these circles on. You know, he, you know all his weight he got on. You know his sword at 15. I mean, everybody began to lay out all the reasons, all the reasons why, why just David didn't have a chance. Saul didn't really say it. Saul didn't really say it until, woo-wee, when David said, the Lord, my God, is with me. Oh, Saul said, hold on. Hold on a minute. You, who you say with you? The Lord, my God, is with me? Okay, all right, okay, okay, okay. All right. If you believe that, I ain't going to go against your belief. Thank you all, thank you all, thank you all. If you, if you believe it, then I ain't going to say that I'm going to question your belief. I'm just going to see whether your actions, whether your actions are going to be enough to be. Saul, did Saul say, I'm going to go fight Dave or Goliath? No, he didn't. Saul, as the leader, did not say, yeah, I'm, did you recognize that? Saul didn't say, well, I'm going to help you myself. No, 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 no. Saul said, um, all right, David, Brother David, if you feel like the Lord is with you uh, and you're feeling led, you know, you feel led, you go on out there and, you, uh, and you, 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 you do the best you can do. That's what he was saying. But David believed. David didn't just believe in himself. He believed in God, y'all. He said, when I get ready to run towards Goliath, I'm running with the word. He, he didn't start his run out. That's why you, today you got to start your run out with the word. You got to start this run out with the word. You got to put those shoes on. You got to put those shoes on because if you don't have your shoes on, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win the battle. You're not going to win the fight. See, Goliath is the fear, the fear that, is, that, 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 uh, that keeps you from getting over obstacles, getting through obstructions, and staying away from distractions. It is a decision that you make, and every decision is going to have obstacles. It's going to have obstructions, and it's going to have distractions. But David, David knew that if he took the word with him, that whatever obstacles, whatever obstructions, whatever distractions, he is going to overcome that on that day. He knew it. He just he didn't even question it. See, some folks, they just, you know, they, 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 don't, they don't believe. Oh, they say they believe, but they don't really believe. And we're going to talk about that belief. We're going to talk about that. But I, I, I want to get to the point where when we understand that David's about to run out here and fight Goliath. But he prepared himself. He has a plan. And you, and you can see right there, right there in Jeremiah 29, we go back to the plan. See, the plan is in the will. In the what? In the will of God. And the will is in the word. Let me say that again. The plan is in the will. And the will is in the word. In the word of God. See, once you understand that the plan for your life has already been declared by the Lord, 
Then you began to work the word. See, I think you work the word so you can see the will so the plan will be revealed. Let me say that again. You're going to work the word so you can see the what? Huh? So you can begin to see the will and that the plan will be revealed. If you don't write nothing down, come on, go ahead and start a business. How you want to start a business you got a plan? Come on now. I want to start a, a cake business. Well, you at least got to know how much the cake batter costs. Come on. I mean, you got to at least know how much it's going to cost you. How much does the pan cost? How much does the batter cost? Did you forget the butter or you use the margarine? Come on now. You got to do between butter and margarine cost-wise. So you got you to have a plan of action. You want to start something, you get all excited, but you don't have nothing written down. Oh, I've been doing this all my life. I didn't know that. Come on. I, listen, I know a lot of folks have done stuff all day. My brother loves photography. He loves photography. He don't make much money. I don't know how much money he makes. He just loves shooting. I mean, he'll shoot you. He'll just come out with the camera and just shoot everybody. But see, now, that's not a plan. That's a hobby. If you want to make it a business, if you want to make it a plan, you gotta, if you want to do something real, you've you, you got to have a plan for it. So what we're saying is we're about to get ready to show you. And this, this, the month of January, y'all, is running towards the life. You've got to understand that, that once you make a decision to run towards the life, obstacles, obstructions, and distractions are going to come. Automatically. It's in, it's in the formula. It's in the formula. And, and the fact that obstacles, obstructions, and uh, distractions. distractions come, that fact does not mean that it's not what you're supposed to do. It's the opposite. The fact that those three things come is proof that you're supposed to do it. Cause, 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 let me take you to Psalm 23 because I tell you that was one of my favorite scriptures. My mama. I want to take you to the first thing. Once you know that the Lord is your shepherd, and you read 23rd Psalm 6, just, just take one word out. Surely. That's the one word I'm going to leave you all with today. Surely. See, when God says surely, it means the plan that I declared, the plan that I declared, it's not just hopefully going to happen. It's not going to just possibly happen. He said surely. So there's two things I want you to stick to today. I want you to go to Jeremiah 29 11. Well, three things. Jeremiah 29 11. Write that down. I want you to then go to uh, 23rd Psalm. Read the 23rd Psalm. Then go to 1 Samuel. Then you begin to understand why David, once he understood that the Lord had a plan for him to be wealthy, and he gave them what he had to do to get there, 1 Samuel 17, that's the last one. So, 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 so you've got to ask yourself the question, am I really serious about going for the things that God has for me this year? And I'll add one. It's a real short one, and that's Isaiah 117. And it says, learn to do well. See, each and every like one that. of us, us can learn to do well. Learn. We can learn to be wealthy. We can learn to handle our money properly. We can learn to run our business properly. And it's in the Bible, Isaiah 117, learn to do well. Learn. See, that's all we're doing right now on this, on this, on this morning motivation is we're teaching, right? We're teaching how to go from comprehension to application. Yes, and, and, and even bigger than that, it is our, we believe it is our mission to teach and to create, to teach licensed cosmetologists and barbers how to create first-generational wealth from behind the chair. That, and, and look, we have people from all walks of life 
But, you know, we're in the hair care business. That's, that's the business we've been in for the past 20, 30 years. Yeah. So, so that's where our lane is. But we are reaching people because, see, when we know one thing, when we reach the cosmetologists, we reach their customers. Yeah. And we reach their customers' customers. We reach their kids. See, y'all think just one layer. See, when you reach the cosmetologists of Barbara, you reach everybody. Because what? Most people get their hair cut. Most people go to the beauty salon. Most people go to the barber shop. So we, we're reaching more because the customers are telling their customers about what's going on. So we are, it's multi-layer. So I think we're going to, oh, they're concentrating on cosmetologists and barbers. No, 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 no. We're concentrating on the world, y'all. We're letting the world know the WORD. So it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, every Tuesday, y'all, we're coming to you all live. And y'all going to say, well, Mr. Woods, why don't you come live every day? Hello. I'm coming to y'all via BAB, uh, Bedside Baptist, on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Monday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to be in the bed with the word. But on Tuesday, I'm going to wake up. So y'all get a chance to see us right here in our home. You get a chance to see us. Uh, and we're going to show y'all some things, y'all. We're going to show y'all some things that's going to blow your mind. Because we know God is doing some wonderful things in our lives. He's blessing you. And every morning, y'all, that you wake up, you got to be grateful. You got to be thankful to God that he gave you the opportunity to see, and ears to hear, a nose to smell. I mean, one lady said on December 31st, you got to have some new teeth. I'm talking about that ain't a blessing. I don't know whatever. Because that like in a book shop without no teeth. That's not a good thing. You need some teeth. And a steak, a good thing that my wife tastes like butter. But, you know, and you need some teeth. That was a blessing in itself. So we are saying every morning you're going to be blessed. Every morning you'll wake up. You're going to run out there with your shoes on. Don't forget your shoes, y'all. Put your shoes on, your S-H-O-E-S, with that G on the side. Make sure you got G-O-D on you because you can't run out those shoes with that G-O-D on the side. So we're getting y'all ready because we're going to go from comprehension to application. So y'all can catch us on michaelandramonawoods.com, michaelandramonawoods.com, and you got to begin the process, begin the process of saying, I want to be successful. And my pastor, Otis Lockett Sr., used to always say, and I mean, we never get that success is knowing God what he desires for your life, growing to your maximum potential, and sowing seeds that will benefit others. Y'all, we want y'all to have a wonderful day today. I'm out. It's 6.30. We have it off 30 minutes every day. Y'all, I know you want me to go over, but we're stopping it right here. So Facebook Live, y'all share this with somebody. Y'all share this with everybody you know. I'm telling you, it's getting awesome. And this is the word, y'all. This is the word. It's exciting to learn the W-O-R-D. Y'all have a wonderful day Have a wonderful day today. Go to work. Make a deposit win every day. All right, y'all. For those who are on the call-in line, those who are on the call-in line, uh, we're finishing up. We're finishing up. Y'all still here? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful day morning. today. You too. Good morning. Good morning. Did y'all see that live presentation? Yes, sir. All right. Our first day live. All right. That was all right. All right. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Love you guys. Love you too. Yeah. Y'all know where I'm going back to bed. Y'all know I'm going back to bed, right? <laughs> Happy birthday. All right, all right. Oh. Have a wonderful day. You too.
That was good, Michael and Ramona. Was that Linda? Yes. All right. How was, how was the live experience? Oh, my God, it was great. Very, very clear, too. Really good. Oh, good, 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 good. It's our first time going going live as a, as a you know, here at the house, and so I'm glad it came out well. It did. It, I mean, very good sound quality and being able to see you all. Perfect setting. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, well, we're going big, Linda. Get ready. I know that's right. The we'll more, especially the more people share and seeing that, you know, they saved the live, we just need to share, share, share and get it out there. Yep. Because our first time, let's just put it out there and go ahead and do it. So we'll see. That'll work. Love you guys. Appreciate you so much. Have an awesome day.